Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. An incredible run by the Nigerian nightmare. Oh, it's shot. This is Jeff Fedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I recap Sunday night's classic against the Los Angeles Chargers and preview the game against the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. But first, Joe, you spent many Thanksgivings in Kansas City and often ate uh, that meal at teammates' houses. I want to know who had the best turkey and who had the best pumpkin pie. Let's see. I'd have to say, you know what? Who You know who probably made the best meal? Louis Aguiar, our punter. <laughs> it was fantastic. We went to his uh, – he was in an apartment at the time. And we all went over to Louie's. Uh, it was Keith Cash, uh, Greg Minuski, Greg Cragen. If there's a name that rings a bell from the Broncos, right? Came over sure. to the Chiefs. I remember what seeing him out to dinner. I was real excited as a little kid. So Greg Cragen, um, Louie, of course. And Eric Anderson was there, who, uh, you know, the linebacker from Michigan, Buckus mm-hmm. Award winner. Uh, came in, came to us in either 92, I believe. Yeah, 92 mm-hmm. draft. Uh, and Matt Blunden. So my high school teammate and uh, and our backup QB. So yeah, that was our, that was our, I was one. Louie just had a fantastic spread. I don't know. He just, you know, his parents were really, really good cooks. Like they, they, they used to always bring great food for tailgates and things like that when we were on the road. If we had anywhere out towards the West Coast or, you know, Arizona or anywhere that part of the Southwest. They were always there cooking, you know, tons of great food. And, and uh, maybe that's where, where Louie picked it up. But that was that was a real fun one. Of course, anytime you have Minuski in a room, Greg Minuski <laughs> in a room, it was going to be festive uh, and fun. But, yeah, they were, they were interesting times, Jeff, you know, to be away from home, uh, knowing that you really we, – we couldn't go home. Like it was – it wasn't even an option. You mm-hmm. know, it was like right. – we had practice flights. Marty's not going to let us go home for one day. And, you know, people are going to get stuck in snowstorms or going to miss planes. And mm-hmm. we basically just, uh, you know, just kind of hung out and, and just kind of celebrated together. And sometimes we'd have practice because it was a normal Thursday. <laughs> Cause if we were playing on Sunday, uh, we played on Thanksgiving one year against the Cowboys in 95. That was really fun um, to play on in the Thanksgiving game and know that like, John Madden could be saying your name. Like mm-hmm. that was really cool. And that, you well, know, maybe you'd get to the Cowboy. You know, it's always a big deal when you play the Cowboys, but that was the Cowboys. That was triplets yeah. here at Cowboys. So for yeah, sure. they were they were they were something else, man. And uh, you know, that was when we played them in the in 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 for Thanksgiving, everybody thought that could have possibly been a Super Bowl preview um in ninety-five because of you know, we ended up finishing thirteen and three that year. 
And the Cowboys obviously ended up going and winning it. So people thought that that was going to possibly be uh, that Thanksgiving game was going to be a Super Bowl preview, which on paper it should have been right. We had home field throughout and, you know, we'll go back and talk about that Colts foil again. But uh, yeah, so it was, it was, that was, that was really fun. I always, as a kid, you know, growing up and watching football on television and You know, very rarely did the Eagles, you know, grow up to ever get to see them play on Thanksgiving. But, you know, watching those Thanksgiving games, <clears throat> I just used to dream about it, what that would be like to play. Sure, on that's Thanksgiving. so interesting here because I didn't know if the player's perspective was like, oh, man, this kind of <clears throat> stinks. I'm here on a holiday when everybody else gets to hang out with their family. The players sounds like actually like it because you're in the spotlight and it's what oh. you up seeing. Just th- again, thinking about guys like John Madden and Pat Summerall or some names to throw out there, right? Calling calling the game on Thanksgiving and you're like, come on, like, this is, is this for real? Cause back then there was just the two games, right? It was just the lions and the versus whoever they were playing in the mm-hmm. Cowboys. And, you know, they didn't have the third game, which Lamar hunt, by the way, petitioned for, he was a big proponent of that Thursday night um, Thanksgiving game. Um, but yeah, it was just, the, so you knew it was those two games. You knew the whole league was watching, right? You always knew that you're, your peers were watching and you knew that your family and friends and, and everybody was watching that game, whether they liked football or not, like right. you didn't even you didn't have to be a football yeah. fan as part of it. And it was truly special. And, and I think, you know, and, and, and to be honest, Jeff, like the holiday didn't really take on a huge meaning for us while you're an active player, right. because you couldn't go home anyway. Couldn't right. anyway. Right. So to be able to play on Thanksgiving was awesome (laughs) like you know and uh that was that was a that was a real treat and and something that i will always remember really cool stuff there joe and before we get back to uh the chiefs and and breaking down the huge win against the chargers and previewing the game against the other la team basketball is back and bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season you'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use your promo code believe B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, Joe, so much to discuss about the Chiefs-Chargers game. It seems like whenever they play, it's a classic. And much like last year's game in L.A., it pretty much ended with some Mahomes magic to Kelsey. But the play that actually impressed me, Joe, out of I mean, there were a lot of plays that impressed me, but the play that stood out was at the beginning of the second quarter, that 40-yard throw from Mahomes to Fortson, yeah. that was one of the best passes I've seen anyone, even Mahomes, make. It was, like, thrown right into such a small window, like, in his hands. Yeah. Like, he, it, it just – that was an amazingly accurate throw. Unbelievable, Jeff. And, and you know, obviously it it sort of, it went sort of viral, you know, on, on social media. I mean, you just – there's so many pundits and fans and people just – putting that clip up on Twitter and all the social media platforms. I mean, it, it's definitely making its rounds. It's a lot of people out there that recognize that that was pretty special. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good point, Jeff, because, you know, <clears throat> those kind of plays, obviously 
everybody wants to talk about the drive right at the end, mm-hmm. just a hundred, a minute and 46. And I, I gotta be honest, Jeff, I wasn't worried. I, and I'm, I literally am not just saying that being a Homer and, yeah, you know, just kind of, you know, saying, you know, chief, 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 chiefs, but like, I gotta be honest. I knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to take that ball down there and they were going to at least get close. Like I knew he, he was going to give the, going to give them a shot. And it was a little bit scary for a time when we knew that like it wasn't just a field goal, right? That was going to mm-hmm. tie it or put it in overtime. I mean, they had to score a touchdown. touchdown. And that, and that yeah. always throws an extra little bit of a, right. a wrench four, right. into it. But, you know, it's just it's just it's amazing. But but I love that you picked up on on a play that, you know, came at a different time um and and was not you know like the drive and 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 those are the plays that make up those games i mean the thing i was thinking about when i looked you know sometimes i like to look at the stats and i've used this term before like in a sterile environment right where i'm like the game is gone Mm -hmm. and you're not thinking about the momentum and the back and the fourth and all that stuff and obviously the chiefs won that game on the last drive like that game could have been you know whatever the score could have been whatever and if it was close, you know, obviously it was the last drive. But I'll tell you what stat really got me was yards per play, where they just they were two two point two yards per play better than the Chargers. Wow. Now, granted, they they had more total yards, they had more passing yards, they had more rushing yards. But the thing that I think makes that game special for the Chiefs is that they were at seven point eight yards per play. And the Chargers were at 5.6. And you think about that, Jeff. When you think about that, wow. That's 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 two and a half, you know, let's call it two and a half round numbers, math, right? If you're running 60, 70 plays in a game, that's almost two football fields, you know, mm-hmm. that you're driving up and down mm-hmm. per play. And that that takes, you know, that takes um a lot out of a team. You know, when you're putting yourself in those short, shorter situations, you're getting more, you know, you're getting more first downs, um, you know, more efficiently. And it just, you know, and the other stat was sacks, right? You know, the Chiefs were just got after <laughs> Herbert. I mean, it was unbelievable. And 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 they only, you know, the Chiefs only had up one sack and, and the Chargers had five. And the other thing was that, you know, no picks, right? I mean, both teams lost a fumble because the, the Chargers actually had the ball for almost five minutes more than the Chiefs did. So you can't even look at that and try to wonder, you know, what happened there. Um, a lot of that just comes down to the last, you know, the last drive and how quick the Chiefs had to operate. But that yards per play thing really is something. And we've been kind of looking for that, right? Mm-hmm. We've been We've been like looking for – that kind of breakout for, you know, like an Isaiah Pacheco, right? 107 yards, right on 15 carries. I mean, that's what we need. He averaged 7.1 yards per carry. That's what we need. Um, we just need that more yards per play because that's what keeps the Chiefs out on the field. And I think that's what wears other teams down. Uh, Joe, uh, you mentioned that the defense had five sacks, second game in a row with five sacks. They also have that against the Jaguars. That's the most Jeff, uh, excuse me, the most. Um, I, I had one of my uh, fraternity brothers is Jeff Herbert, so I almost called Justin <laughs> Herbert Jeff Herbert. Maybe he'll get a kick out of that if he if he's uh, listening. But Justin Herbert, that was the most he's ever been sacked in a game um, five times. Wow, did that, and they really, when it mattered most, I mean, that's the thing, Joe, you said that we knew Mahomes was going to score. 
30 seconds left. I thought there was a good chance that Herbert would get a feel with the way he had been playing, and they just didn't give him a chance. They had no. the sack, and then Chris Jones had a sack, and then he had the pressure that forced Herbert to roll out and just make a pass that had very low likelihood of, of being completion, completed and then was picked off. So the defense um, the defense looked so so good. Joe, I, I'm wondering, and are you feeling after this – after this Pacheco performance better about, I know that was your biggest concern in the running game. And if so, what, what like concerns do you have about this team? I, I mean, I think they're the best team in football and they're playing like it. I had some concerns initially about the defense, but five sacks closing the game like that on the road. I mean, I don't see a lot of holes on this team. Do you think the run, would you see any holes? And do you think the running game, they, they've, Patched that hole more than patched it. Yeah, no, they definitely they're definitely addressing it. What I was most excited about Jeff was the commitment to the run. Yeah, right. like they were they really seemed committed. Like as even as a casual fan would would see that that team was was that was legit. I mean they were they were legitimately um, you know they were legitimately um, committed to the run, um, which is good because like we said, I was a little worried that you know I know the char uh, the Chiefs are so good at passing the the ball. But like the Chargers' weakness was against run, so I'm like, this is a game that they need to be committed to it. But they, you know, they, they were definitely they were definitely committed to it, and I think that was the you know that was the most exciting piece. Um, and and I just, um, you know, I, I, Jeff, the only thing still like I hate to sound like I'm just trying to find you know stuff that's negative, but I think the I think the thing that I I still still worry about just a little bit is the 20 points that the Chargers scored in the first half, like, you know, the, the, the chiefs have, have historically been a team that, you know, starts to um, starts to warm up in the third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. We know that. Right. And I just, you know, you wonder when the magic might just get snuffed, right? Like if, if they were going against, you know, a supreme defense, right. Mm-hmm. Um, what could happen in the third and fourth quarter that, you know, might just put, you know, the clamps on, on that team. And I think that is, that is the thing, I guess, you know, the stuff that keeps me up at night mm-hmm. now that they've patched the running game, I'm thinking, all right, well just, you know, being down at halftime is never, you know, where you want to be. And, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that they, you know, the defense really cranked it up obviously and, and only allowed the, the the Chargers have seven points in the second half was fantastic, but it just, it's just scary. It's scary when you're behind and you just hope that the magic can, can keep going and that you don't, you know, that it doesn't run out or, you know, something weather plays a factor or, or one more injury plays a factor. If you can't, you know, get a commanding lead early, look, everybody wishes they could have a commanding lead early. And and listen, I'm the first person in the world's going to tell you a W is a W. I'm not, I don't want to hear ugly win, had to come back last minute. Listen, they beat a really good football team on the road uh, who has, you know, the potential, I think, to to challenge ultimately if they put a couple of pieces together uh, to challenge other teams in the AFC. But, you know, a win's a win and, and the Chiefs just continue to, to come up with with the goods. And it's 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 pretty, pretty amazing. You know, you worry about, you know, when when does the magic wear off between what Patrick and Travis are doing right look we know that players don't play forever and um you know that's the other thing right it's just you know 
just worry about that. You know, like when like when Patrick got hurt on that quarterback sneak that one year, and you know it was like it just it just puts a big wrinkle into everything when when you have injuries like that. You know, I'm not so worried about the Chiefs um, always facing deficits. They just, I think Mahomes is so good. Like he's almost <laughs> like he almost he's so competitive. He almost needs that, and it kicks him into another gear. I think if I had a concern, and listen, I actually I think the Chiefs are the most complete team in football. I think. They're who I'd go to bet online and and definitely favor to win the Super Bowl, though I'm not going to cover the team. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to, you know, put my uh, ethics on the line here, my integrity on the line. But um, the thing that that concerns me a little bit is just how young their cornerbacks are. They, I mean, they have three out of four rookies. But the thing is, I keep waiting for that to be an issue. And, you know, Watson was targeted a little bit. Um, by the chargers but i mean their defense keeps responding like so i don't know if that's really um an issue or not but that i i know that that's the thing that i kept thinking like i i kept i was kind of like putting my i like to get really analytical if i was attacking the chiefs you know what would i do what would what weakness yeah. they don't have many weaknesses um that's that's all i could come up with but i think they're the most complete team and i think they have a very favorable path ahead yeah, no, they're 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 definitely that's a great word, Jeff. I love I love to use that word complete because you know, look, not every not every not every team is gonna have a Patrick Mahomes at every position. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's a unicorn and and you know, not everybody's gonna have a Travis Kelsey and a and, and use other players from other teams. Not everybody's gonna have a Derrick Henry in the backfield and you know, a, a, a Chris Jones, but listen, listen to the words I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about all the great chiefs that are out there. Right. I was only, the only person that came to mind was really a, a, a different running back because, you know, or, or, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you could probably, there's probably a, a stud wide receiver out there that, you know, you could say, well, the, not everybody's going to have that, you know, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Complete is what this team is. Be, they're, they're doing everything they can at every position to put players in the right place to be successful. They're managing the dollar amounts well. They've got good team chemistry. The team really likes each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys really like playing with each other. You can tell. They 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 enjoy being out, competing. Nobody points fingers. Nobody ever gets down. You never see that with this team. And and to me, that is really, I think, the most powerful, you know, sort of uh, piece of this puzzle, so to speak, or, 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 or you know, the, the most powerful ingredient or strongest ingredient in this, in this recipe called the Chiefs is their ability to stick together. Um, they, that's what I love about this team more than anything, more than the t- unbelievable talent of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones and the guys that, that are stepping up and, and becoming super great players. I think, I think it's about the chemistry that they have right now. That's, that's the most special thing. And now a word from butcher box. Uh, Joe, such a fantastic game against the charge before we move on to the other LA team. Um, any more, any more thoughts? Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's definitely one that's going to be, you know, a battle and, you know, Patrick and and Justin have a tremendous amount of respect for each other. And, and I, and I like that. I I like the way that Patrick Mahomes, you know, demonstrates his true sportsmanship, you know, that the fraternity of being in the NFL, you know, there's very few, uh, 
teams you can tell that he has like a, a any kind of a chip on his shoulder about you know even the vaunted Raiders right even their 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 you know biggest rival for the last you know five decades um, there's there's no animosity it's it's such a, a mutual respect that he has and and that's going to carry him him forward you know he he you know the the guy he, he doesn't whine he just plays um, you know and 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 you know. You, Probably could hear the undertones of what I'm saying about about quarterbacks that whine, right? You know, there's just some quarterbacks out there. I'll, I'll leave them. I'll leave them nameless to protect the guilty. But the, uh, you know, it's just he does. He just does all the right things. He does all the right things. This team does all the right things. Um, and and I think that's where that's really again just one put a cap on that. That's what really makes them them special is that they're just doing all the right things. And and I'm I'm I'm. You know, I'm excited about where they're going and how they're gelling and, and how they're finding, you know, ways to win. Uh, also, kind of you mentioned uh, Mahomes and Herbert. Uh, Derwin James and Kelsey, Derwin James won the better safeties. You know, he body slammed Kelsey, who joked he was going to make a better job of keeping his feet on the ground. A lot of mutual respect there. Um, Kelsey beat him on that that touchdown, which was a very yeah. similar play to, to what they want, ran last year with Kelsey's walk-off touchdown. Boy, is he gets good against the Chargers. But like Kelsey after the game and all his quotes, praise um James said how good he is. And you know, sometimes James gets the best of him, and sometimes Kelsey said, I do. You know, I was lucky on that last play to get him. So a lot of good sportsmanship. And and the last thing that's kind of interesting, Joe, is I actually wrote about um Mike Dana. Um kind of a forgotten guy, not not a defender you necessarily think about. He had two sacks, two of the five sacks, along with Chris Jones, who was terrific. Um, Dana has seven and a half career sacks. Four of them have come against the Chargers. He was also the guy who hit Herbert and injured his ribs. So, you know, Mahomes and Kelsey always light up when they play the Chargers. Maybe Mike Dana does too. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something, about the, something about that lightning bolt that just strikes him. Uh, maybe, yeah, games. maybe it's that Chargers song. It's, I don't know. I don't know how those. I don't know how they sing it now. Do they say Los <laughs> Angeles Superchargers? Like it doesn't have the same ring to it as San Diego Superchargers. Totally. Though, which which I always find myself saying. I can't tell you how many times over the last five days I've said San Diego Chargers. It's so hard to picture. You know, picture them playing in L.A. Perfect segue, Joe. We're going to move to the L.A. Rams. This was a, a game that, like, before the season, you know, it's it's like America's Game of the Week, the big high-profile game on Fox, because you're like, oh, man, the Super Bowl champs versus uh, the Chiefs. Who, By the way, it's kind of funny that they play the two Super Bowl participants back-to-back but from last year, the Rams and the Bengals. But this game, Joe, this game is just I, I think it's going to be one of the bigger layups of the of the year. No Cooper Cup for the Rams offense, and they were struggling anyway. Uh, Matthew Stafford is if he he may have gotten his second concussion in three games. I just they still have a good defense, but Joe, I, I don't think this is going to be uh, remotely close this game. No, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so either. They're coming home. Back at Arrowhead, you know, afternoon game. And, you know, I'm sure, like you said, everybody was going to be geared up for this one and 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 playing the, the Super Bowl champs. And I'm sure, you know, when this one was on the schedule, everybody was thinking, wow, that's this is going to be crazy, right? I mean, think about we talked about that schedule for so long and how hard the Chiefs schedule was it's turning out. Some of the teams that, that they're playing were were tougher than we uh there were other teams that were 
We didn't think we're going to be as tough that are. Uh, and that's just the NFL for you these days. You just, you just, you know, you never know. Um, yeah, the Rams are, the Rams are really struggling. I mean, they're just, they're just, they're beat up. They don't, they don't have the same mojo going into this, this season that they did. And, um, you know, it's funny because it, it's, it's, it, this game has so many different, you know, thinking about the, the, the old St. Louis Rams and the whole Missouri, the battle of Missouri and the I 70 battle and all that stuff. It's, it's interesting how different this game, you know, has taken on since the, the Rams have moved out West. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's, I don't even know what to say, Jeff. I, I just don't think it's going to be a game. I think it's going to be a walk-off for, for the chiefs. And I, I'm thinking of, you know, a two touchdown win, you know, just to kind of like cruise, they're going to be cruising. Now, listen, I've been wrong a lot and, and you never know. Um, but I, on paper, you know, and just given what we've seen over the chiefs for the chiefs over the last few weeks, and then what we're seeing out of the Rams, I can't see this not being just a a runaway game for Kansas city. To give you an idea and and the lines might change a little bit as we're, according this a little bit earlier in the week than usual. Uh, but the Chiefs are favored by 14 and a half points on Bet Online. Compare that to like the Dolphins are 12 and a half points against the Texans. I mean the Texans are just look brutally bad. <laughs> that that gives you an idea. Um <laughs> one thing Joe that that will be fun to watch. We don't expect this to be the closest game, but Aaron Donald, um, a generational talent on that defensive line. Obviously, I think that is still a, a matchup to watch. Joe, when you're watching guys like that, do you do you kind of think about your your lineman days? Are like, geez, how would I block him? Or, geez, oh, I'm glad I don't have to block him. I mean, do, do you think about that when you when you watch a Donald play? Yeah, he's he's absolutely one of those players that you put in that category. You know, Chris Jones, Aaron Donald you know, bring back some old time names, you know, Reggie White, Cortez Kennedy from the Seahawks. Remember him, um, you know, guys uh, that that just absorb players like it takes two, three times, you know, two or three players sometimes to to block those guys, uh, to 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 scoop block them and on the backside to try to double team them or to double team them on the front side so that they don't penetrate through and make a play. Like you got to get your hips together and double team a guy like Aaron Donald. You, you're not going to block a guy like that single. You, you know, the, the Rams are going to have to do everything they can to get him singled up on players so that he can at least try to make an impact, you know, but the problem with somebody like an Aaron Donald, when it's just a single superstar, you know, you know, Patrick can avoid somebody like that. He can just roll out a little bit, you know, you can, you can, you know, f- find that pocket within the pocket and, 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 you know, and Patrick's just going to be able to do that with, with one guy. Now, if they had two or three guys, a little different, you know, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's a lot of weight to put on Aaron, Aaron Donald's shoulders to try to, to win a game, you know, from, from the defensive tackle position. It's, it's hard because it's, you know, it's a position where, yeah, you can get some glory and you can make some sacks and you can be a run stopper and you can penetrate and get tackles in the backfield. But, you know, let's be honest, Jeff, at the end of the day, you know, it's not going to be a position that is going to be game changing. I mean, you can do things up front to get double teams on them in the passing, you know, pass protection. You can do double teams on the run game. Like you can find ways to isolate a player like that when you, when he doesn't have a supporting cast. So I would feel better going into a game having to block Aaron Donald 
than I would when it was like, again, I, I know I always go back to this, this Eagles game, you know, in 1992. Um, but, you know, for a couple of reasons, number one, we were playing the Eagles, right. My, my childhood team. And, and that defense was so, so strong across the board mm-hmm. that you didn't know who to double team. That's when it gets scary. That's mm-hmm. what keeps, that's what keeps you up at night. <clears throat> you know, when, when you have to play against somebody like that. And that's why John Alt, you know, Leslie O'Neill used to keep him up at night because, mm-hmm. you know, let, back then the chargers had a fantastic defense, right? You had, you never knew where junior say was going to be. And, you know, he could be, lined up a defensive end he could be at middle linebacker you know you just know he could blitz you know you didn't know where he was going to be on the field so it forced guys like John Alt to have to go against a Leslie O'Neill all by himself all game and that's when it gets scary when when there's when there's a a full supporting cast around a player like an Aaron Donald I think so I think yeah one-on-one to just do like an Oklahoma drill against Aaron Donald not going to be my cup of tea and that's something I really want to do. But in a game like this, I think it's going to give a little bit of relief to the offensive line that he doesn't this year at least have the supporting yeah, cast yeah. around him that is going to create some single blocking schemes where he can really make an impact. So, I mean, it's definitely a matchup I would watch if I'm, you know, it's kind of probably the only one, <laughs> the only one right. to really watch in this game. I hate that. I don't want to sound like I'm ram bashing, but you know, um, it's probably really the only the only th- bright spot for for this Rams team at this particular I, I think juncture. That's a great point about rolling Mahomes out. I'm sure they're going to do a lot about that. He's so good on the move. Anyhow, a lot of times when there's games where they're uh, Mahomes is getting a lot of pressure up front, that's what they do anyhow. So I'm great point there. Now for the double teams, is that something um, that that's something you don't do? every snap, right? Cause you got to keep them on the edge. So is that something you just like 75% of the time you do? I mean, even somebody as good as Donald on a, on a team that doesn't have as many other star players right now, you can't do a hundred percent double teams, right? No, 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 you really can't. Cause there's going to be, there's going to be plays, you know, whether it's um, you know, if he's lined up over the guard and he's playing defensive tackle, you know, there's going to be plays where, you know, you have to back block him. So the center has to like go back because your guard is pulling and going, you know, running a trap or you're running a counter. Um, you know, there's going to be plays like sweeps where, you know, the the guard might pull and go out and be a lead blocker. You know, you might be running a screen where you're kind of backing up and then, you know, you're you're uh, trying to pretend that you're actually getting beat. And then, you know, then you, you, you roll out into your, into your screen pass uh, blocking. Uh, Yeah. So there's, there's always, there's always going to be some play, let's call it where you can't double team, same in pass, right? You can't, if the, if the linebacker that Patrick and, and, you know, uh, you know, the, 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 the Patrick declares, so to speak, as the, as the strong side linebacker, where they're going to slide the protection to, you know, you can't always slide the protection to Aaron Donald, depending mm-hmm. on the alignment of all the other players and where the strength of your formation is. So, you know, there's going to be times where, you know, our, our offensive guards are going to be singled up on him and the, the center is going to be going, Creed Humphrey's going to be going the other direction. And he's, he's, he's only going to be able to maybe put a hand up to stop a guy like Aaron Donald and the guard's going to be on his own. So, you know, there's definitely, you, you keep, you're right. It's, it's good. That's a good, good thing. You can't 75% of the time you can work it into the system, but there's going to be a handful, 
of plays that you just can't, you know, you can't do a double team on a guy like that. You just have to, you know, look, I think, I think with, with Trey and Joe Tooney, I mean, those guys are, you know, they're for real guards. So Mm -hmm. I don't think they're, you know, might keep you up at might 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 make you just go to sleep a little later. Maybe it's not going to keep you up all night. You're going to doze off eventually because you know uh, because they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good guards and 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 creates a hell of a center. So I think I think I think they're going to be just fine. A matchup to watch, as you point out, the Chiefs have a really good interior. Uh, it'll be a good good test and a fun one to watch for sure. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. And if you enjoy the show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.